This podcast is a proud member of the FanHub 100. Football without fans is nothing, so we've partnered with FanHub to put fans first. Search FanHub app to play your part in the journey. Welcome back to another Macklem in the Middle podcast, and it's been a while, but we do have another preview ahead of probably the biggest game of the season yet. Peterborough, we travel to tomorrow in a game that sees second place face third place, with the winner three points closer to promotion. I'm Johnny Suitable, I'm joined by Peterborough fan in Caden, you're doing well? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Very good. As I say, this is really without a doubt the biggest game of the season for both sides isn't it yeah it probably is um as i said in my preview i do think this is you know the biggest game of the season and it probably decides which two out of the sides will probably finish in the automatic promotion spots yeah when you consider the games or the game that we have in hand obviously we have one over you so a win for us would be huge but at the same time, the draw would still allow us to go ahead of you if we do win the game in hand. Is it fair to say that the pressure's more on Peterborough going into the game to win the game? Yeah, I mean, you've been on a good run of form recently. So um, if we were to lose, I guess it would be disappointing. Um, I don't know, really. Um, we've just come off the back of a... Uh, a 1-0 win at Fleetwood, and then before that it was a 7-0 win, so you don't know what to expect with Posh. Um, I'm not too sure how we're going to do, but I-, I think I'd take a point, really. Yeah. I'd, obviously, I saw the goals that you scored against Accrington, and I had a bet on Peter Britt to win on Friday, so it was good that you did get a late goal, but what was the game on Friday actually like? Was it as close as the scoreline would suggest? Um, I don't know, really. I mean... For the first, for the first, what eighty nine minutes we were, we were average. We weren't fantastic. Fleetwood are quite a defensive side, um, so we couldn't really get anywhere near the goal. I think at one point we only had like one shot on target up until the goal. So, yeah, yeah it weren't it, it weren't the best performance ever, but we got the job done. We got the three points at the end of the zone. Yeah, it was a free kick, wasn't it? It's yeah, yeah, it was from Johnson Clark Harris. So yeah. Standard yeah. free kick taker. Um, I don't know really. I don't think he scored many. Um, I know he's meant to. Well, he's known as the the guy that just finishes from like a couple of yards out, which he did. Like all of his, uh, he scored a hat trick against Atkinson, and all three of his goals were like from a yard out. But yeah, he actually yeah. scored a free kick, which was surprising. But I really didn't expect it. I did say that um, the only way we were actually going to score was if um, we got a free kick or a penalty or something like that. Yeah. Well, a win or a draw would probably be seen as a good result for Sunderland, but realistically, from what I've seen people talk about on Twitter and certain pundits as well, say Peterborough can only really be happy with the win on Monday. And if it was to finish a draw, let's say, would that change how you feel about your promotion chances? Um, 
I mean, it might do. Um, we've got a few, well, with the few games left that we've got, some of them are quite tricky. Um, I think the last three games we've got, I think it's Doncaster, Doncaster, Lincoln, Doncaster. So we've not even played Doncaster yet. Uh, yep. So I don't really, I don't really know what to expect with Doncaster really, and I don't really know what to expect with this game really. I know I don't think it'll be a high-scoring game because, you know, in the last few games that we've played you, um, it's never really been a high-scoring game. Other than that, other than that three-nil win, which was it was just a not a great day for Sunderland. But yeah, um, I don't know really. I just think that I think I would take a point, but we do. You know, we do need to get three points if, you know, we're going to be up there this season. Yeah. Well, you are second, obviously, in the table. And as I mentioned before, you did beat Aquinton 7-0, which is one of the big results that comes to mind. And I'm sure that's probably the result that you think of as well. But have you found, how have you found the season so far? And obviously, I think, there's, I think there's nine games to go now. Yeah, I mean... Going into the season, we sold uh, Tony. We brought a few players in, um, a couple of players left. Um, but you know, we replaced them. We did. Um, John Clark Harris. I did. I don't. I didn't really know what to expect with him. Really, I didn't see too much of him before um, when he was at his former clubs. But yeah, I, I, I was sort of happy with the signing. But I knew he wouldn't be as good as Tony. But obviously, I don't think it, it would have been pretty hard for us to get a player as good as Tony straight away unless we spent like 10 million on the player but yeah um, the season so far hasn't been too bad Uh, a lot of up and downs Um, we've been on good runs of form but then we've also had a few iffy games uh, where we've lost out of nowhere Um, we do usually seem to do a little bit better against the sides higher up in the league from what I've from what I can sort of see this season we um, we've got a very good home record as well, which I just thought I'd mention. Um, I think we've only lost two games at home this season. Um, so, yeah, we've got a very good home record, it seems. But then but then again, you've got a quite good away record from what I've seen as well. Yeah. As far as I'm aware, I think we've only lost once away. I think we've yeah. only lost three is it three games all season. Yeah. Oh, it's... Um, yeah, I did. Um, when I did my preview, I was like researching and stuff. Apparently, um, you've lost five, and we've lost five. 10. It is, yeah, five less than anyone else in the league as well. Yeah. And I did look at your results, and I think it was just before the Accrington one. I think you'd won one in five that I'd looked at. Did that? Yeah. That spell of form at this time of the season. Obviously, even if you'd won one of them games, you'd now be. Be five points ahead of us. That game in hand we have would be irrelevant. How, I suppose, difficult was it them five games? Um, I don't know really. I didn't, I didn't really know what to expect from them five games. Um, we played teams like Hull, which was a, which was a quite a hard game. Um, I mean, we were one nil up. Um, I think they equalised and then we got a red card. We got sending off, um, but we didn't even look too bad uh, before then. And I think that whole game when we got the sending off, it really made it made a massive difference, um, and we ended up losing that game. But yeah, uh, the last five games, well, yeah, them five games, we weren't fantastic. It was a, it was average really. It weren't fantastic, but um, I, I, you don't really know what to expect uh, with Posh. We never usually seem to go on a, a massive run of form. We just 
win the odd game, really. Yeah. Well, the last game was obviously back in September, I believe it was. Um, yeah. I think it was. And then, obviously, Sunderland won that game 1-0. And Phil Parkinson was still manager at that time. And it was a performance from Sunderland that wasn't great, but we got the result. What's changed from Peterborough's point of view since then? Um, well, I think that was one of the one of the first games of the season, probably like the fifth or something like that. But um, yeah, we've changed a little bit since then. Um, all the players have got to have got um, they've sort of played with each other a little bit more. So I don't know how to put it, but they play better now <laughs> because they've played. Yeah with each other longer I don't know how to put it but yeah um yeah um I just think that um yeah I do think it will have a good chance but I I don't know really we've we've changed a little bit since then not too much um we've had a few good spells a few bad spells but not too much really since we last played you yeah and with this question there are two players that come there mind immediately obviously Clark Harris and Smorix but outside of those two is there anyone that's impressed you the most this season that you feel could go under the radar on Monday? Yes there are a few um, there's the likes of Harrison Burrows a very good youngster that started our last few games and he's made quite a big difference getting the odd goal as well he's been very good for us in the last few games at the start of the season actually he will not he didn't look that great, really, but I don't know what's happened. I think it might have been a change of position. He looks a lot better now. Um, I'm not sure if he will start over Dembele. I'm not too sure about that. Um, it's, I'm not sure what Fergie will go with. But, yeah, um, we've also got Thompson, a very solid centre-back that yeah. likes he likes to um, bring the ball out from the back and start. You know, he creates chances. So, yeah, I, I do like Thompson. He's one of my favourite players. And um, he's an underrated player, in my opinion. Yeah. And obviously, Aidan McGeady, Charlie White and Jordan Jones are three players that I'm sure you are aware of. And based on the recent performances, especially from a defensive point of view, do you think your defence will be able to contain the likes of Jordan Jones, Aidan McGeady, people who can get a great ball into the box? Like Charlie White, I think he's got 22 or 23 goals this season. If you get a good mm. ball into the box, chances are you'll score it. Very similar for Clark Harris, I'd imagine. Do you think your full-backs have got what it takes against players of that quality, I suppose? Um, I'm not too sure, really. Um, I mean, I think we'll be playing probably a 4-2-3-1. We played that last game. It worked quite well. And we also played it against Atkinson, from what I know. And, yeah, um, our two full-backs, uh, Dan Butler and... Uh, Nathan Thompson is most likely to be our fullbacks, but yeah, I do think they'll have a they'll have a decent chance at coping. Um, but I think we've got we've got a solid defence. Um, we've not conceded too many goals, but um, the odd time we've you know we've leaked a few goals in. But I'm not too sure how um, we'll cope with your attack because I know you've got quite a few good attacking players. Yeah, I don't know if you read it, but I did have a. Uh... Butler in the team of the season so far for League One, which I'm sure you'll appreciate. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, he, he's been all right for us. Um, when we played him, when we um, when we were playing a sort of five at the back formation, when he was the left wing back, um, he did all right for us. Um, I know, I, I don't know what to make of Butler really. 
Um, he's not really one of them players that you notice, but when you do watch him play, he's not a bad player. Um, I do think when he played at left wing back, his crossing wasn't fantastic at times, but now I think he's probably better at uh, left back, which is, uh, yeah, probably his main position. Yeah. Moving on to team news, starting with Sunderland, obviously Hume could be back for the game he played in the under-23 game against Burnley. And I say Burnley because it's not Palace, like I originally said. And Danny Collins was quick to correct me on that one, let me tell you. And I hope he starts, but I'm not convinced he will. Tom Flanagan could and possibly should be back, but again, wouldn't expect him to be anywhere near the starting eleven, and probably would hope not either. And I believe Bernie White is still a little while off. As far as any other injuries, I can't think of any more off the top of my head. Obviously, Jamali and Willis have been out for a long time. Jamali still not played a game for us. And Willis is out for the season. So, is there any players expected to be absent from Monday's game from a Peterborough perspective? Um, I don't think so. We've just come off the back of a few players that have been injured. A few players have returned from injury. Uh, Jack Taylor... A couple of other players, really, but I think we've got pretty much a full squad. Um, but so um, yeah, it'll be it'll be a tricky team selection team selection for Fergie uh, because now we do have a little bit of a stronger bench, so we have a few players that we can bring on. Yeah, and in terms of the team that could start for Sunderland, obviously, if you don't already, the Fan Hub app is an app that is worth downloading. And one of the things that you can do one is predict the starting eleven for the next game. If you get it right, you get more points. If you get more points, you win prizes. Um, I think at the moment they are giving away fan up shirts, which are very, very cool. And there is more prizes in the future. So if you do download the app, head over there and get as many Southern fans on board as you can. But the team that I went for for the Peterborough game is a four. 4-2, I suppose it is. I think it's very similar to the formation that we did play at um, well, at the Stadium United against Oxford. Lee Burge in goal, Conor McLaughlin, Dion Sanders and Luke O'Neill. And Denver Hume, I've put in. Adam McGeady, Max Power, Carl Winchester, Lyndon Gooch, Jordan Jones and Charlie Wyke. Obviously, Chris Maguire, expect him to be on the bench um, if Denver Hume doesn't start. Callum McFadden could and I would be slightly worried if he did, because of the likes of Dembele, Clark Harris, people that can cause defences a lot of issues, especially when you've got the quality of Colin McFadden. But what team do you expect to see from a Peterborough side? Um, I'm not too sure, really. Um, I mean, I, I do have uh, the football fan hub app, and I've um, I've already predicted the the team because I sort of looked at it in my video, and I just wanted to get it out in the sort of formation. So, yeah, um, I've just got my team up now. So I went with um, well, I've gone with Christy Pimmingal, a back four of Nathan Thompson, Mark Beavers, Frankie Ken, and Dan Butler, uh, two centre mids, Jack Taylor and Reese Brown. Um, and although Lewis Reed could potentially start, I've gone with Jack Taylor and Reese Brown just because um, they've been solid for us this season. Um, I've gone with in camp Sammy Smodix. Uh, I'm guessing left mid probably. I'm guessing that is Harrison Burrows, right mid Joe Ward, and up front the big man Johnson Clark Harris. So yeah, um, from what I've gone with, um, I've left Dembele out. Um, just because I think he can come off the bench and same uh, same with uh, Lewis Reid because um, now we have the players that we can bring off the bench. Um, it's a lot better for us because at 
times in the season we've been struggling with uh, bringing players off the bench because we've not had the best sort of bench. Yeah. And one of the last things we'll move into is the score predictions. And I did put a post out on Twitter because it is an important game. So I thought I'd see what people are thinking. So I'll read through some of them. Chris says a 1 0 win. Eddie says a 3 2 win. Five goals in that game would be interesting. Not sure what it will happen. Daniel says 2 1 at Sunderland. Dylan says 2 0. Jacob 2 1. Kevin 2 1. Kevin 1 1. Um, which is very similar to what I've went for. 2 2 before Charlie White gets a late winner off a McGeady assist. Would be a very nice one. 2 1 Sunderland, 2 2, 2 1, and 2 0 are what people have went for. And like I say, I think I've went with a 1 1. I think it's a result that I would take now, and obviously it keeps us in control of what happens come the end of the season. But, Caden, the score on Monday will be what? So, I've gone with a 1-1. I said this in my preview. Um, I don't think it'll be a high-scoring game. Uh, I'm just hoping it won't be a 0-0 draw because no one likes to see a 0-0 draw. Uh, so, yeah, I'm hoping it'll be an entertaining one. It could potentially be one of them overhyped games, but who knows? I'm hoping it is... I'm hoping it is um, entertaining just because, you know, I don't really want to sit there for 90 minutes and watching. I just, yeah, I, I want to see some creativity from both sides and I want it to be end-to-end. So, yeah, one all. I think Johnson Clark Harris will probably get our goal, uh, probably set up from Sammy Smoddix. Um, and from your end, I'd probably say, I'd probably go with Ada McGeady or Charlie White, which is one of the obvious ones, really. Yeah. Very nice. But that is all we have time for today. Appreciate you coming on, Kaden. No worries. It's a pleasure. We will get a reaction up potentially on Monday night for the PW game, if not at some point on Tuesday. On Thursday, we will be recording another quiz with a few differences, which I will obviously explain when we get to it. But it is worth watching. If you haven't already watched the other ones, I would go and watch them. They are quite fun and especially since we're still in lockdown it is gives you something to do on a night um so it is worth looking at that we will also potentially have another special episode with former Sunderland player did play for us in the championship um so hopefully that won't just happen but until next time we will see you later that's all folks